Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Off the Record is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to our first bonus episode of Off the Record. I'm your host, Jordan Runtog. Thanks so much for listening. Over the course of researching for this show, I was lucky enough to speak to a number of David Bowie's friends and musical comrades. All of them were insightful, warm, funny, and extremely generous with their time and memories. Eventually, I thought, rather than just have you listen to me tell their stories on the show, it would be great for you to hear their stories in their own words. So each week, I'll be sharing interviews relevant to that week's episode. To begin, we're going to hear from Mr. George Underwood. To many Bowie fans, he has the rather dubious title of being the guy who punched David in the eye, resulting in his trademark dilated pupil. But that's just a fraction of the story. Born just a month apart from one another, George was David's childhood best friend and really his first bandmate. They played alongside each other in two of David's first groups, the Conrads and the Kingbees. They went to school together, went to concerts together, picked up girls together, and they remained close throughout David's ascent to Ziggydom. George accompanied David on his first U.S. tour in 1972, and they stayed connected through the rest of David's life. An incredibly talented graphic designer, George has designed album art for the likes of T-Rex, Proko Haram, Mott the Hoople, and of course David. He played an instrumental role in the art for the albums Hunky Dory and Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. If we're going to meet the boy who would be Bowie, George Underwood is a great place to start. So I guess just to start, let's take it way back. What was it like growing up in Bromley in the mid-50s? It sounds like it still bore a lot of the scars of the Second World War. Yeah, there was a few uh, bomb sites around which we used to play on, uh, which are now, you know, blocks of flats and God knows what. But, um, yeah, that was, you know, even though it was only a few years earlier, the, the, you know, we got stories from uh, our parents about how, you know, how, how awful it was and everything. We kind of just brushed it off and thought, well, you know, let's hope. No, it, we knew that the scars were there, but we didn't have a, a, any of our personal scars. It was, you know, it was more our parents really who suffered from that, I think. But you know, it was, it was, it was, um, it was a grey time, very grey in England. You know, everything was a bit middle of the road. You know, the music was all a bit, I don't know, just, just, 
just a bit soft and not not very um, uh, adventurous, shall we say. <laughs> I think it's the same in America, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, a lot of Frankie Avalon yeah. and Annette Funicello and Fabian yeah. and that type of stuff. When you met David, was music a point of connection right away or did that come later? The first time we met was actually we were both um, enrolling for the, for the um, Boy Scouts. We called the Cubs, you know. I don't know what you call them in America, but they called the Cubs over here and they're the younger version of the Boy Scouts. And we were nine years old. Strangely, I don't know, we just started talking about skiffle music or, you know, listening to music on the radio or whatever it was. And it just sort of like the link was immediate. You know, we, we both had this sort of uh, love of, of, of the new music that was coming along. You know, I mean, there's this, you know, explosion really about to happen, you know, the birth of rock and roll. And, 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 we, and we were sort of... Right there, when it's um, and okay, we were only nine years old, but you know, impressionable young kids, you know. What type of music did you play together at that age, like Lonnie Donegan, skiffle type stuff? That's exactly what it was, yeah, yeah. And uh, in fact, when we went to one of the um, uh, camp, we went to the Isle of Wight, uh, you may have probably heard about this already, but it was our first uh, live performance when we did uh. You know, sweet sixteen, go to church just to see the boys. You know, and all that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and we were singing, yeah. You know, and I, I sang uh, on my own. I, I, I did a solo of sixteen tons. You know, imagine a sort of like squeaky little nine, ten year old. You know, <laughs> <laughs> singing, singing. Uh, you know, uh, some people. What is it? One man. Oh, I don't remember. It's, it's all very, very funny when you look back at it. You know. <laughs> Rock Island yeah. Line, it's a mighty good road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a standard. Yeah, all the skiffle groups did that one. And, you know, like, I'm a gambling man. And, you know, it takes a worried man to sing a worried song and all those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we, the thing is, we didn't have any... We, I, I didn't get my first guitar till I was about 12. And uh, I was 11. I was about 11 when I got my first guitar. So, David, uh, all we had was a... It was a sort of a ukulele we made out of tin, I think it was. We didn't, couldn't even play it. But we just, it was our voices that were, David was a fantastic at harmonizing, you know, when it comes to the Everly Brothers and stuff like that. He, you know, he could, we could sit down and do that, and, and, and we didn't really need anything else. We were quite happy. Just, just, the, just the voices sounded quite good. But, and, and, you know, people liked it. Anyway. <laughs> and that continued on to when we went to secondary school. We, we used to... Uh, um, uh, play guitar. When, by that time, I you know I had a guitar. We used to take it. I used to take it to school and uh, you know rehearse and well not rehearse because uh, we were just you know falling around. But uh, the, the, I was in a band uh, earlier than David, uh, the Conrads, uh, the singer of the Conrads, uh, when we were uh, about 1962, I think it was, and um, so that was you know 15 years old. And, and that, I think David was a bit jealous of that. He wanted he wanted to be in the band as well. So I, I managed to get him in the, in the Conrads, you know. Uh, and came along for one of the auditions. And I said, I'm a friend of mine who's playing plays a saxophone, and that sort of pricked their ears up. And they thought, oh, that's interesting. Of course, I left the band, and he, you know, he took over and you know, a first sort of venture for David into into a band, really. I had the great privilege of speaking to Peter Frampton, and he had great memories of oh, playing right. guitar with you and David in the art building stairwell behind his father Owen's office. And 
talks of you That's teaching right. him Eddie Cochran songs. Yeah, well, um, that was, uh, you know, when I just finished reading his, his biography, in fact, uh, Do You Feel Like I Do? And uh, he, he says at the beginning, in little notes, he said, this is my version. Of, he got a few things wrong at the beginning there, but it doesn't matter. Because then when the uh, Conrad's played at School Fate, you know, it was me that was a singer. And I think he thought that David was a singer. And I, I, I was a singer in those days. But then again, he's very generous to me. When he mentions me a lot. And, and, and I heard that Howard Stern interviewed him where he mentioned me as well, which is nice. Yeah, he, he's a good lad. You know, we, we keep contact. Uh, and his dad, of course, was my mentor. You know, his, uh, his father was mine. Yeah. An arts mentor, you know, at secondary school. Yeah, he was a teacher there. There's something I'm, I've been dying to ask you about. You got to see one of my absolute rock and roll heroes in his prime, Little Richard. I'm so profoundly jealous. What was that show like? Hold on a minute. I'm going to go. I'm going to rewind now. You know, people ask me, "What was your first gig you went to go and see?" Oh, I have a guess what mine was. Ah, uh, I'm not sure. It wasn't Buddy eight, Holly, eight, was it? Yeah, it was. What? Eight eleven. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah. Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Yeah, yeah. What was and that I, like? I, I met. Oh, wow. For an 11-year-old, can you imagine? <laughs> and um, I was chaperoned by a couple of older guys who took me along, just, you know, asked permission. Because an 11-year-old's a bit young to go out on a gig. And I looked older than 11 anyway. <laughs> and um, the gig was just stupendous. And then when we came out, and there was all these people milling around in the, uh, you know, looking to see if he's going to come out the stage door and stuff. It was packed with kids uh, obviously I went there. We, we had to catch a train as well so we walked around the side and then they um the fire door opened and the big double bass came out and it was it was joe maudlin oh, and then man. and then jerry allison uh, signed my on my program uh i got him to sign that i thought oh that's that's great you know went around the front where it was an old cinema and there was like a daimler like a, like a, a limo waiting in the front i thought oh and i i i, I Look around the side, and, and Terry and, uh, and the other guy who were said, "Come on, George, we we we've got to catch a train." I said, "Look, I think I I just seen Buddy. Oh no, you don't." And I said, "Look, come here," and and he was sure enough. He came out through the front entrance. Oh, a few people that were there, you know, got autographs from him, including myself. Um, and I was looking up and down, I was looking at his boots, I was looking at the way he dressed and everything. And I said, wow, I thought you were great. He said, oh, thanks, kid. And, uh, you know. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, God, can you imagine, can you imagine the next day at school when I went to school, how, how, how you know, I was, I was, uh, woo, I was on cloud nine, I tell you. And, uh, you know, I had every record he ever made up to that point. But uh, unfortunately, you know, just, my my twelfth uh, birthday was spoiled a bit by the oh. uh, the crash, of course. Yeah, that was just yeah. You know, I didn't want to go to school that day. My mum my mum made me go to school, but uh, I, I I couldn't. Oh, it's horrible. Anyway, that, just going away from the Richard thing because, as you say, but David and I later, yeah, we went to see Little Richard, and my God, he was good. Uh, but that's what you call showmanship. That man really knew how to do it, you know. <laughs> And, uh, Is it true that his opening line was "Ain't I pretty"? Ain't I pretty? <laughs> I mean, he's like what? <laughs> the old makeup on and everything, and he was, and he got, he got. We had the Sounds Incorporated was his pickup band, uh, you know, 
behind him. But, you know, the, oh, like the Liverpool sa- Horn Group. Well, three three saxophones, you know, and all that. And it was lovely. They were doing a very, very good uh, impression of what, you know, everything that uh, the Americans, you know, did, uh, all that sort of choreography, you know. Anyway, little Richard uh, gets actually jumps up on, he's got a white grand piano, and he jumps up on top of it and starts singing away. And suddenly he starts holding his heart and going, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and and I'm t- David and I, I'm, we were with a whole bunch of other kids from school, but we were only about, I'm like, about half a dozen rows from the front, really close up. And David actually turned to me and said, look, um, do you think, uh, I think we might be watching history here, George? This is like, it looks like we might be watching little Richard die in front of us. I said, oh, come on. Just because the MC came out and said, is there a doctor in the, you know, like, I thought, what? Shit, this is this is bad. And um, and all the uh, band members got off of their instruments and came and leaned, looking over him, you know, and he's like on the floor. He, I mean, literally, he's literally fallen off of the grand piano onto the floor. And, uh, 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 and then suddenly they all started going back to their instruments. And I thought, what's that? And, and uh, uh, suddenly, because the microphone was right there, and he, he grabs the microphone and goes, oh, wah, bah, manu, mah, <laughs> You know, and it was like, oh, yeah, wow, what a shame. Oh. Unbelievable. It was just so, so. We were, you know, he brought the house down. Really amazing. Oh, <laughs> what an unforgettable show. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Wow. It was. But what people don't know much about is that he wasn't, um, should we say, the original. Have you ever heard of Esquerito? Yes, with the sky-high pompadour and the sunglasses. Well, yeah. Right. And, and he, he literally was, I think Little Richard literally took every, all that and, and made it his. You know? um, if you hear Esquerito's music, if I put that record on for you and you, I'd tell you who's that, you'd say it's Little Richard. It sounds just like him. I mean, like, <laughs> anyway... Yeah, I mean, David was good at nicking ideas from people as well. (laughs) (laughs) Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. 
Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you and David weren't making music or going to shows, what would you be getting up to? Like if I met you on Bromley High Street in 1961, 1962, uh, where would you be going? Well, I'd be having my, my hair grease bang, David be, uh, oh, we, we were all dolled up and trying to pull the birds, <laughs> you know, the girls, you know. Uh, just, just, just go. There was, there was a, a um, hamburger place, one, one in Bromley North and one in Bromley South, the Wimpy Bars, of and we used to go from one to the other, walking up and down, you know, and trying to chat up all the girls. On the, and we thought we were God's gift, you know. I mean, we really did. We, we, we were such e- 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 <laughs> egotistical. And, um, you know, that was, uh, that's how I remember having fun, you know, laughing a lot and uh, really enjoying ourselves, you know, behaving like teenagers, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, some good times. I have a, a name I'm going to bring up, and I'm almost frightened to, but I, I feel compelled to because of history. Carol Goldsmith. Uh, I knew that would come up. Don't worry. I, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. As long as it's not on my gravestone. I think that was what <laughs> Paul Newman said. Paul Newman said about his blue eyes, didn't he? he said, as long as as long as I don't put on my gravestone the person with the blue eyes, because. Really. Um, no, um, there's been a lot of strange uh, uh, stories about that, uh, you know, but uh, basically, yeah, Carol Goldsmith was the girl who, who uh, we both fancied, and uh, and, and to, um, we were both kind of a bit, I don't know how we, I did it, but I went up to, and I said to her, I'm having a party, do you want to come along, you know, on, on next Saturday? I, I, I asked my mum and dad if it was all right, and my 15th birthday was coming up, and, um, you know what? I mean, where, where do you live? And I go around to my address and everything, you know. And a friend who neither of us fancied, it was always, it was Carol who, um, you know, if, if the other one had been a bit more, you know, attractive, maybe <laughs> things would have worked out differently, you know. But um, she came to my party and um, a whole load of people turned up. And some of them I didn't even know. And my mum and dad were, were going to go out. When they saw the amount of people that turned up for my party, they decided to stay in because it looked like it could be, hmm, could be trouble. People were being well, people were being in bottles of gin, you know, and you know, what's because my dad bought a few beers for me, you know, and and, and but you know, so oh, spirits was out of order really, didn't uh, for that age, you know, you didn't really. Anyway, um, everyone was pissed, sorry, completely drunk by about eight o'clock. And uh, including David, um, David was absolutely rat-assed. I mean, really was totally wrecked. And because um, he didn't get a chance to speak to Carol at all, I, I managed to uh, to get a date with her. But I do remember my mother going over to David and um, taking him by the shoulder, and she's David, oh, give me like a cup of coffee. And they went, oh, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and 
I've never, I never said that to my mother in my life. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, she, she just walked off and left him to it. But you see, I think he, he, he was kind of annoyed with himself probably the next day that he didn't get a chance to talk to Carol. Anyway, you know the rest. Tell you what happened. Do I have to, do, I, do you want to hear the rest? You know, you know, you, when, you're talking about when I hit him in the eye, aren't you? Obviously, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a spur of the moment. I want I wanted to give him a black eye because he 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 he'd done me wrong as, as, yeah. as a friend. You know, he he made me look as I'd stood up this girl when I didn't. He'd rung me and said she can't make it that tonight. And, you know, she didn't like you anyway. She wants to go out with me. <laughs> <laughs> she I thought was thought was a bit. Uh, it's a bit suddenly managed to speak to her and talk to her, you know, in that short time. But anyway, um, it was all a bit of a fib, really. And uh, I found out, and, and you know, the spur of the moment causes I to be damaged. But I obviously didn't mean that to happen. It was only like a few days later when my dad said to me, um, you never told me you were in a fight with Davy Jones. I said, well, 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 why then? What, what's happened? He said, I just had his dad on the phone and he's been rushed to Morfield's Eye Hospital. Oh, my God. You know, this was the worst scenario ever. You know, I, I went to see his dad and I thought I, I cried my eyes out in front of him. I said, this is not what I wanted to happen at all. Anyway, David and I, you know, he, he, he forgave me. In fact, Later, of course, he said I did him a, a massive favour. <laughs> everyone, every, you know, whenever he's a photograph taken and, and, and the eye and, and, and light hits his eye, and a certain, yeah, it gives him that sort of like extraterrestrial <laughs> look, doesn't it? You know, which uh, I think I think he's quite happy with that. Or well, he was quite happy with that. So I keep thinking of him he's still alive. I'm thinking he's around. <sighs> All right, never mind. Yeah, I imagine he. Does he still have? Do you still talk to him? I guess is the question I want to ask. Like, yeah, there's some family members and even a parent of mine who's passed on that I still, I still have a relationship with, even though they're not physically here. Do you feel that way with David? Oh, I see. Well, that's funny because it's not quite. Like, I, I, when I go to sleep, I reminisce and I think um, of all the things you know how such of a mega star he became you know and uh, really um that's almost like another person really the person that i knew was uh, you know was kind of feet on ground really i, I didn't of course i'm away with him on holidays and you know when he was a big star as well you know i saw what it was like for him to have to avoid the press and you know try and try and get a bit of privacy i didn't envy him that you know our childhood rivalry, if, if you like, you know, musically I'm talking about now, uh, it was completely finished. We didn't have any rivalry anymore over anything. But he was always kind of, um, always used to sort, sort of pretend. I can't explain it. It was always, it was always falling around and, and being silly. Um, that was that was one thing we liked to, to do, just be silly. <laughs> does that mean? Does that sound silly as well? I suppose it does. <laughs> But um, I miss I miss his laughter and, I, and his jokes and his you know and and I do kind of try and forget that he's not with us anymore. It's kind of because you know towards the end and we only kept contact with emails really and uh, that wasn't I didn't see him for quite a long time actually. So um, you know we did talk on the phone a few times, but uh, you know. It's just, Unbelievable impression he made, isn't he? Huh? God, 
Amazing. It was a, a lovely piece that he wrote for your, your one-man exhibition in 2014, talking about oh, yes. how your talent at art inspired yeah. him to move towards music. Did that go the other way around? Did, did he inspire your visual art? Um, I think, yeah, there is a bounce-off of people. When, when, I'm, when I was with David, he would, in fact, bring out some of the best in me, if you like, uh, regarding you know, imaginative stories and things. So, you know, sometimes we talk uh, in the earlier days up to two, three o'clock in the morning, you know, about, you know, extraterrestrial life, whatever, you know, are we being looked at? So I think I, inspired, I might have inspired him for his lyrics and, and likewise his his persona was such that it brought out certain uh, imaginative things in me as well. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Is there a memory of David that always makes you laugh or smile whenever you think of it? Oh, oh, well, one particular one. Let's think, let's think, let's think. <laughs> Gosh. I guess that's the thing with old friends. You remember the laughter, but you don't always remember what you're laughing about. Yeah, no, no, David was very funny. He used, he used to keep us all entertained. There was one time on the QE2 when we were going to, my wife and I had only been married about a year. and uh, It was 1972, we married in 71. And um, David invited us over to the States. And on the QE2, you know, it's about five days, isn't it, of, um, uh, what should we do? And um, David went down to dinner. Um, he decided to put on one of his Ziggy outfits, like the, the white job with with um, like wing you know, shoulders, like enormous shoulders. And I went down to dinner, and everyone like, oh, like, oh 
lady was sort of like spilled a soup soup all down her phone when she looked up and saw her what the hell's that you know going past anyway uh long story short we we, we david decided he wasn't going to go down to dinner anymore because he said everyone's staring at him I said, what do you expect <laughs> uh, it's funny and um so so he stayed in bed most of the time and he dig and i he gave us this wonderful wonderful little show he put on for us like a mime show oh it was beautiful just the two of us and it was like so funny and lovely you know he just made this up almost on the spur of the moment and 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 did it like like a proper show you know that's one that's one memory i have a very 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 loving memory of david yeah 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 Off the Record is a production of iHeartRadio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.